Welcome to Bodcast, the business of dentistry podcast, brought to you by Practice Plan. Bodcast delivers the best business advice, real life stories, and practical hints and tips to make your practice a more profitable and sustainable business. And now, here's your host. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Bodcast. My name's Fern Lloyd from Practice Plan, and I'm delighted today to be joined with Michael Bentley. Hello, Michael. Hello, Fern. How are you today? I'm very good. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about your career in dentistry, because I know that you've been in in dental industry for years and sort of done various roles. So Mm -hmm. we're going to speak about that today. So um, just for the listeners who might not know you, could you just quickly introduce yourself? Of course. My name is Michael Bentley. You're right, Fern. I have been in dentistry quite a long time. I think it's 20 plus years now. I went into dentistry in the year 2000. That was my first foray into dentistry. Um, Currently, I have my own consultancy business called New Beginnings, which I launched in January of 2021. And I also work as a patient experience manager in a practice three days a week for a private clinic called Highfield Dental Clinic, which is in Edgbaston in Birmingham. Lovely. So take us right back to the start then. How and when did you you first start your, your career into the dental world? Well, my dental career is uh, a great experience and a great start for me, actually, because I was working for Dollinger Aitchison Opticians as a practice manager. There was an advert in the paper for Boots Dental Care, and they were recruiting practice managers for all businesses across the UK. And it was just a general advert that was uh, placed. And after a telephone interview and then going to a, I think it was a two to three hour uh, sort of like half day meeting where we did team learning and then we had to write letters and do another interview as part of all of that experience, which every Boots person that is listening from the early days will know exactly what that process was like. However, um, I was fortunate to be offered uh, a role as a practice manager and I initially wanted to go to Soli Hull and then I got a call and they said, would you go to Birmingham? And I was a bit unsure about going to Birmingham, if I'm absolutely honest. Um, you know, new career, knew nothing about dentistry and just thought, oh, and to go to Birmingham as well, it's a bit of a trek. Anyway, they offered me um, a salary that was uh, encouraging and uh, they were opening early and they they gave me a feeling of like, we really want you to be involved, you know, as early as possible. So I went to Birmingham and uh, before the practice opened, Fern, I can tell you that we had a meet your dentist day. And I met the lovely Hannah Clark, who runs the Dentist at Liberty Place now. And uh, she's known as Hannah LeKellenek, and she's got the practice with Colin Pocock. And Hannah walked into the room, and I was thrilled. In fact, I will let you into a secret, actually, that she went, oh, my God, and mine's a gay. So, (laughs) and, uh, yeah, so, and we opened Boots Birmingham together. We had zero patients and it was such an amazing experience to open with absolutely zero, nothing. We didn't know how our software of excellence worked, absolutely nothing. It was literally 
starting with with zero knowledge I got my practice management knowledge that I'd learned already and then I just went on to all of the boots courses so the courses for HR and all their practice policies and procedures and all those uh, kind of things and there was dental training that worked alongside that and we had uh, groups where we met up as practice managers with our regional managers very early we had all these clinical support leaders as well and for me from a very young age because I was only only 22 or 23 when I took the boots position on. Um, I think I was 22. And I was already the youngest manager in Donald and H Opticians. And I was definitely one of the youngest managers, you know, in boots as well. So to have that experience really early and that foundation from not only the dentistry, but also the corporate boots world as well. And having the HR training was an amazing beginning. And we built a practice that was absolutely fantastic. We were a successful practice, even though the model became unsuccessful. And I was there very happily for five years. And they decided to sell the practice. And they decided to, they sold it to uh, Optical Express. And I decided, it's probably the first time in my career where I've listened to a leader of a business and I often talk about leadership and it's something that I've learned. And one of the things I learned was go with your gut instinct if it feels like you need to. And I listened to the speech that we were given and it made me feel uncomfortable. So I looked for another job and I decided I wasn't going to do the transfer. And a, a, a friend of mine, um, dental hy hygienists, I have to herald here because dental hygienists tend to work in a lot of different practices. So they know where there are vacancies. Mm -hmm. And one of my top tips is, you know, if you want a, a different job in another practice, always ask a hygienist <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because they often know where they are. And my friend, uh, Julie Wilkins, uh, recommended me to JM Dental Care. They were recruiting for a business manager and they were just coming to the end of their recruitment. And I rang them up and uh, I ended up having an interview. I had two interviews uh, for them. And uh, fortunately for me, uh, they decided that I was the right candidate for their business. So I joined JM Dental Care in Sutton Coalfield, which was then a mixed practice. And that was my first touching point with practice plan, funnily enough. Um, so that is quite a long time ago. And we, I run, ran that practice for 12 years, which was a long time. And when I was at that practice, I looked at different routes. I thought I might want to be a dental hygienist at one stage. And I definitely knew that one of the things I loved about de dealing with optics was the mix between clinical and retail. I really liked that mix. Mm -hmm. And in dentistry, I knew I'd found a passion and a love for that. And what I decided to do was it was clear to me that I wanted to be clinical quite quickly. So I ended up uh, becoming a treatment coordinator at the practice, which in those days was really early because there was barely any of us in the UK. Laura Horton was actually around as a treatment coordinator at that point, but we didn't know of each other. We're sort of doing it in different practices. And uh, we built a bespoke treatment coordination room in part of the extension that we had at the practice. And I learned how to be a treatment coordinator with, without having to do anything, just from my experiences with patients and different skills that I had. And that's uh, part of the journey where at the tender age of 30, Fern, <laughs> 
I decided to go to dental school. Wow. And I did uh, two A-levels and I went to do the dental nursing qualification. And I, I was at Matthew Bolton College in Birmingham and I was doing uh, training to be a dental nurse as a practice manager at 30 with a group of 17 and 18 year old wow. girls. <laughs> that was quite an experience, I can tell you. And from there, it just gave me even more hunger. I wanted to be on that GDC register. That was really important to me because I knew it was going to open other things clinically that I could do, which it definitely did. So at JM Dental Care, I was able to not only be the practice manager, but I got to be a treatment coordinator. I got to be a clinical treatment coordinator and uh, have my own patients and do all sorts of different things, take photographs for patients and be part of impression, Invisalign treatments and all those kind of things. So it really gave me a really good uh, mix within the practice. And I built up a team of 24 people, including dental therapists, clinical dental technicians, uh, the three dentists, a plethora of nurses, and, and then building their skills as well and having a leadership approach in the practice where we had a training manager, a patient experience manager, and a head nurse working alongside me to run the practice. Wow. So you really have sort of experienced diff- all different roles within yeah, the practice. I have. Yeah. And you've been in, in the industry for, you know, uh, quite a while now. Yeah. Why do you love being in the dental industry? That's a great question. It's difficult, isn't it? Because um, I didn't know that I was going to fall in love with dentistry. I think I fell in love with the people that were in dentistry and also the the way that it does change patient lives and, and what an effect that is. Um, I do like the dentistry, but it's definitely the patient experience and working within the teams that probably drive me to stay in dentistry. Um, I, I do love learning about all the different treatments and being part of the explanator for that. And then I suppose what I've really enjoyed doing over the last nine years is I was able to, to be a, a dental consultant, which is not something that I decided to do. I did a little lecture for practice plan, ironically enough, and ended up uh, being offered a consultancy position. And then I ended up working with um, Laura Horton for, for eight years before launching my own business called New Beginnings. And, um, you know, it's been fantastic because then you get to share your experiences as a practice manager and you get to help people and be an ambassador and hopefully somebody to inspire others to have a career um, that can be really fulfilling um, in an industry that I absolutely adore. No, that, that's great. And you mentioned a couple before, but have there been any sort of lessons that you've learned along the way, you know, through the different roles in, in practice? Yeah, I have le- learned some lessons and I've learned I've learned the hard way. Um, one of the, 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 the lessons that I learned early enough is keeping your own counsel um, and, you know, as a, as, a, as a practice manager that, you know, your relationship with your business owner is such a massive part of your own development. And actually, you know, leading from the top and making sure that that relationship works really well is absolutely crucial to your success. And practice managers that they ignore that relationship are in for a really, really difficult road. Um, I have worked alongside difficult dentists and it doesn't work. 
um, and that relationship, and it is a relationship, you know, has is a real key to being a practice manager. And I think, you know, that's one of the top tips that I have. And the second one is, is probably um, you've always got to keep learning. And I think a lot of people get to a stage where they go, I don't want to do any more training. I don't want to do any more learning. And actually what I have learned is actually you just need to, this industry is all about learning new things, developing, understanding and uh, understanding each other's perspective in the part of the dentistry puzzle that you do. I think dentistry is a really interesting industry where you've got you know, people that work in it from 16 right up to like 70 plus, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, and and all in between, doing a range of roles from business to nursing to leading clinical sessions to being, you know, reception ambassadors, you, you know, to being dentists, specialists, what have you. But actually everybody's contribution has to be right for it to be a success. Yeah. And if it's not, and you've just got one person that it's not really gelling with, it can have such a big effect on a team. Uh, that's what I've learned. And the other one is make sure that you get your HR skills in as a practice manager early and you deal with things as you go along. Don't let it fester and deal with it because it will only bite you later. So I know it's uncomfortable and I've had to fire people in my career and it's not a nice experience to do. But sometimes you, you need to do that and it gains you more respect as a leader um, and people value your contribution because you, they know that you're willing to deal with, you know, with consequences, really. Mm. So finally, what would be your advice to, you know, maybe someone in practice that's been doing the same role for a few years or someone that's new to the dental industry that's looking to progress their career or, or change roles? Um, what do you, would you sort of have any top tips or advice to them? What I would say is you need to observe the different roles and I think you need to understand what your passions are. Don't do something because you feel you should. Mm. Only do it if you feel you've got a passion for it. There's lots of different roles that you can do in dentistry, but I think you need to watch things and you need to go, I like that. Even if you go to some courses, just to, just to go, do I like the subject matter that's being you know, given to me, you know, one of the, I'm a big ambassador of treatment coordination. And one of the people, a lot of people say to me, well, how do you become a treatment coordinator? Well, first and foremost, you need to listen to some treatment coordinators speaking to go, actually, does this sound like the job I want to do? Because it's hard work. Mm. It's not an easy job to do. None of them are easy jobs to do. But you've got to have your passion in there to do that. You need to be a, you need to be passionate to be a practice manager. It takes a lot of energy you know and you've got to be um you've got to be prepared to dig deep you know what I mean? Um, and it does require you to embrace qualifications now um, and to really know that that's the pathway that you want to go on, if that makes sense. And I think any role that you do in, in dentistry, you should uh, do the appropriate qualification to the role that you're doing. I think it gives credibility. Um, uh, it's definitely the way that I felt through my career. And I think, you know, if you're going to do something, do it properly. Yeah. No, that, that's brilliant. And no, thank you so much for uh, sharing your advice and uh, your career. And uh, yeah, thank you for joining me today. You're welcome, Fern.